0: What is up and welcome into the locked on Chargers podcast. I'm your host Daniel Wade joined as always with my two co-hosts John Kegley and David Drogemeyer, three writers from San Diego sports domination San Diego's top sports blog who have been covering the Chargers for four seasons now doing our own Facebook live show Chargers domination live which airs weekly on Facebook and this is our second season now with the locked on Chargers podcast bringing you your team every day. All right, guys, on today's show, we have something really fun that we're going to do, but we're going to start with the news that Mike Pouncey was signed to a one-year $9 million extension. So we'll talk about the ramifications of that and how we feel about the Chargers giving him a contract like that to start things off in the news segment. And then in the last two segments today, since we are about to start the season, so this is basically the last time we can actually predict season-long stats, we're going to do some over-unders for Chargers stats. So, for example, ones like Phillip Rivers going over-under 31 and half touchdowns, Mike Williams going over-under 10 touchdowns receiving, and then we'll do the opposite for the defense. Can Joey Bosa get more than 13 sacks? And so on and so forth. So that'll be wrapping up the show today. We'll end it with that. I'm really excited to do that. And it's perfect because we have our sponsor, MyBookie, today as well. So... Let's go ahead and get into it, guys. The first night I need to tell you that the opening week of the NFL is brought to you by Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in a smart design and premium fabrics. Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. So make sure you go on there and use promo code LOCKEDON and get 20% off at MackWeldon.com. Thank you to Mac Weldon for sponsoring the opening week of the NFL because we are so excited to have football back. Let's go ahead and get into the news of the day. This is your lockdown Chargers lead story. I'm Daniel Wade, joined as always with John Kegley and David Drogemeyer. And the news today is that the Chargers have extended Mike Pouncey's contract one year, $9 million. They signed him before last season, late in the offseason, to a two-year, $15 million contract. He stayed healthy all of last year and was a stabilizing force to some extent and the inside of that line. He didn't get very much help from his guards, but you know that the Chargers put a high price on leadership, and Mike Pouncey is one of the best leaders on the offensive line, hands down. But as far as his play went, he had a pretty good season. His availability was the most important part, and he did that. But he was better as a pass protector than a run blocker, and had an overall solid season, but $9 million. John, when we're talking about a player like Mike Pouncey, who had so-so play last year, what does it make you think that Tom Telesco was willing to give Mike Pouncey a one-year, $9 million extension?
1: I think it's more of Mike Pouncey was willing to work with the deal that was given to him. He wasn't going to hold out and try to be given number one center in the league money, even though he's been a pro bowler and been a leader. He was willing to take what was given to him. Whereas Melvin Gordon is more of I want top dollar, top of my position. So I think that's the difference in why that that deal was able to fall through. And Tom Telesco is willing to look for leadership on this team. That's why he gave Brandon Meebane a contract. And here he's given Mike Pouncey a contract to try to keep him at least one extra year past his current contract. He's trying to keep that leadership so that if he drafts young guys, he can develop them. And I'm guessing after this year, they're more than likely going to be going after a lot of young offensive linemen, and that's your leader that's going to be teaching them.
0: Yeah, and $9 million compared to other centers isn't crazy. The highest-paid center right now is Mitch Morse, $11.125 million per season. Marquis Penalty comes in after that at $11 million. Ryan Jensen after that at $10.5 million. So it's not crazy, but he is getting paid like a top-10 center in the NFL. So he's paying top dollar to keep an offensive lineman that he values a lot. Looking back on what he did last year, in 954 overall snaps, he committed eight penalties and he gave up two sacks and 580 pass block snaps. So with how bad the Chargers offensive line was pass protecting last year, those aren't bad numbers for a guy in the middle. You would like to see him be able to do more in the running game, but he wasn't able to really move guys around to really pave the way up the middle and the Chargers run the ball behind the center a lot so that's something you definitely want to see him improve on but another thing that comes to mind David when I see something like this is that the Chargers don't really believe in Dan Feeney the center Dan Feeney played in the preseason at center he played it pretty well you'd be lining him up to be the future center if you started Forrest Lamp right now at left guard and then figured out what you wanted to do with Mike Pouncey after the season but They went ahead and gave him the extension already, and to me, I think that it definitely has something to do with the Chargers not being sold, that Dan Feeney can be that center of the future, or else why would you pay Pouncy this much money instead of using whatever Dan Feeney has on his rookie contract and extending him from there?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a much lesser contract. I mean, Dan Feeney's on a rookie contract, hasn't played particularly well in his career at guard he was looking pretty good at center in the preseason. So I was thinking that maybe that was going to be a position that he was going to be able to stick at, but obviously the chargers front office and coaching staff did not have that same confidence that we had when we saw him out there. So then the veteran center, another year on his contract and Phillip rivers gets aided by having a veteran presence on that offensive line, protecting right in front of him.
0: Yeah. And he also gets his contract before Phillip rivers as well, but you always need depth on the offensive line. You can't have too much depth on the offensive line, but you definitely don't want to be spending $9 million for depth. So you have to hope the next two seasons that not only can Mike Pouncey stay on the field, but that he can also be productive when he's out there and live up to that contract because now that's even more money they're giving to him. I mean, I know it's future dollars, but you might think that the Chargers could have spent that money on someone this year to bring in a higher caliber offensive lineman at a different position. But they didn't, and now they're stuck with what they have, no matter how ill-prepared they may be. But we do have two more funner segments to get into talking about some over-unders for this Chargers season because I'm super excited, and I think we could see some people put up some really big numbers this year. But I also want to tell you guys that it's time to celebrate because football is finally back in DraftKings the leader in one-day fantasy football, has huge Week 1 contests. The first one is this Thursday night, guys, when Chicago and Green Bay kick off the season in a single-game showdown worth $2.5 million in total prizes. Draft your single-game showdown lineup and feel the sweat like never before. It's simple. Just draft six players from the season opener, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Plus, new users who sign up today on DraftKings Using code LOCKEDON, all caps, one word will receive a free shot at a million-dollar top prize. Get in on the season opening action, guys. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code LOCKEDON for a limited time. Both new and existing users can get a special deposit bonus up to $500. You put in $500, they will match it. And new users don't miss the extra special week one bonus. Enter promo code LOCKEDON to get that free shot at a million dollars with your first deposit that's promo code locked on all caps only at DraftKings all right guys time to get into the next segment of the day talking about some Chargers season long over unders player prop bets for the Chargers so I put together some prop bets for the Chargers players and what they can do this season so I'm going to go to you guys And ask you if you think these chargers are going to go over or under the stats that I kind of made up off the top of my head. So let's go ahead and get into it. David, I'll start with you. So the first one is Philip Rivers. So I'm going to have you answer two here. I'm going to have you answer. Do you think he goes over 31 and a half touchdowns or under? And do you think he throws over 12 interceptions or under that?
2: So for the first part of that question, for as far as touchdowns, I think he is going to go over that. I think uh, he's actually going to have about 35 touchdowns with Hunter Henry coming back and Keenan Allen and, you know, Mike Williams having a more focal point in the offense with the, with Tyrell Williams going to the Raiders. I think he's definitely going to have over 31 and a half touchdowns. Now, as far as the interceptions, unfortunately, with the weakness that there is at offensive line, I think... He's going to make some throws and some hero throws like Phillip Rivers always does. So uh, unfortunately, as much as I don't want to, I think he's going to go over the 12 interceptions.
0: Yeah, I think that 12 is probably right around the number that it'll be for the interceptions. As far as touchdowns go, he's only had 32 or more three times in the last 10 seasons. So it's not like he's putting those numbers up every single season. That doesn't happen super often. I think that he'll be right around that. That's where I got the 31-and-a-half number from. But I think with the lack of Melvin Gordon, potentially I'm going to go over on the touchdowns and also over on the interceptions as well. John, where do you land?
1: Uh, I'm going to have to go over on the touchdowns, but I think with the interceptions, I think he's going to be right at 12 interceptions.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's really where it's going to be. That's exactly what he had last year. He had 10 in 2017. But they had 21 in that awful 2016 season, AKA the last season under Mike McCoy. So, one of the actual my bookie, who's a sponsor today of the show, prop bets they had on the website was Justin Jackson over under 314 rushing yards. So, if that's still up there, guys, go drop whatever you're doing, pause the podcast, and go bet on that right now because none of the three of us think that. Justin Jackson goes under 314 rushing yards, especially with the Melvin Gordon situation.
2: No chance.
0: Being what he is right now. So I think that's a good one for Austin Eckler. I'm putting the total at seven touchdowns. He had six in 2018. He had five in 2017. So, John, with the increased workload this year, do you think that Austin Eckler goes over or under seven touchdowns?
1: I'm going to go with over and I think it's mostly going to be from the passing game. I think these I think if you're going to go maybe 6 to 2 passing to rushing touchdowns, I think that's a good number right there. I, I don't think he's going to get many rushing the ball.
0: I think Justin Jackson's going to get a lot of those goal line carries, so I definitely see what you're saying as far as more receiving than rushing. I think it's going to be right at 7, which is why I put it at 7. But I'm going to say he goes under in this one. I think that when everything shakes out the way it's going to be, guys, I think that Justin Jackson is going to get more touches than Austin Eckler, especially in the running game. But Austin Eckler will still be, I mean, as big of a a factor as he's ever been in this offense. So let's move over to the tight ends and talk about Hunter Henry. So I put the over-under, guys, on two different things on this one. I'm going to say over-under, six touchdowns, and 600 receiving yards, David. Do you think he goes over or under for both of those numbers?
2: So I think Hunter Henry's been waiting for this his entire NFL career. He is the guy now. He is going to be the focal point at tight end. So I am going to take the over on both of those stats. I think this is going to be a career year for Hunter Henry. As long as he stays healthy, I'm seeing something like 10 touchdowns and more like 850 receiving yards.
0: Which would be crazy since he's only ever had 579 receiving yards in his season. and But he's only played two seasons for the most part. His rookie year, he had eight touchdowns. His second year, he had four touchdowns. So that's where I got six. Six is right in the middle. I think he's going to get seven touchdowns. I think for receiving yards, I think it will be his biggest receiving season. So I am going to say he goes over 600, even though he hasn't done it before. John, would you go over on both of those two?
1: I would. I would definitely go over on both of those. And I think the real reason is the offensive line. And when the offensive line isn't blocking, you're going to need that quick little outlet pass. It's either going to be a running back or a tight end. And I think Hunter Henry is going to be that outlet pass for Rivers.
0: We were talking about before the show, like what the Chargers like to do on first down. If the Chargers are throwing it almost 40 percent of the time, they're going short. Right. And that's the Hunter Henry route. Play action, first down, throw it to Hunter Henry, and that play always seems to be good for 10 yards. But I agree for the most part with that. So let's go to the receivers to wrap up the offensive side. So I have Mike Williams over under 10 receiving touchdowns, and I have Keenan Allen over under seven and a half touchdowns and 100 catches. So, John, let's start with Mike Williams. Do you think he goes over or under 10 receiving touchdowns? He had 10 last year. I'm going to shock everybody. I'm going to say he goes under. All right. I, it was pretty shocking because I am also going to take the under on this one. I think touchdown receptions are kind of a stat that can really regress to the average. And I think he's going to have at least eight. I think eight or nine is the number for him. But I'm going to go under on this one, too. But I think he's going to have a much bigger year as far as receptions and yards. He'll set career highs. I in. agree with that. Yeah, career highs in this year, so I I think he'll be way more involved, but I don't know if the touchdowns will necessarily be there. As many touchdowns will be there for him this year. David, I'm guessing you're going to go over.
2: <laughs> what would make you think that? Oh, that's right. Cause I'm Mr. Optimist, but yes, I, I am going to pick the over on Mike Williams. I, I think, you know, he is going to lose some touchdowns to Hunter Henry in the red zone. I, some of those red zone looks he got last year are definitely going to go to Hunter. Uh, I feel pretty strongly about that, but I also think that Mike Williams is going to have the best year of his career. Uh, he's shown growth from year one to year two, and hopefully he breaks out in year three and really, validates the Chargers picking him seventh overall in the first round. I think Mike Williams has a big, big year this year.
0: All right, and I'm going to ask each one of you one of these questions for Keenan Allen. So, John, I'm going to ask you, over or under seven and a half touchdowns for Keenan Allen this year?
1: Well, the reason I went under for Mike Williams is because I think Keenan's going to be over on the touchdown.
0: Okay, see, I like it. It has to come from somewhere. If he's gaining them, somebody's losing them. Uh, I, I like that he's only had eight touchdowns one time in his career, and it was his rookie season. After that, he's never had more than six in a single season. So Keenan Allen, I think that's right around where he's going to be because I think if he's shown anything in training camp, it looks like he's trying to take his game to another level. So David, I'll ask you the second part: over under a hundred catches this year for Keenan Allen.
2: Well, I mean, what else is new for Keenan Allen? He he goes out there, he moves the chains. He gets those tough catches on third down. He gets those good catches on first down. He just gets catches. So yes, over a hundred catches for Keenan. I think it's just the status quo at this point. He's a big catalyst for the Chargers offense. And as long as he stays healthy, then he's gonna have another big year.
0: I think David has gone over for year. every single one. Yeah, he was. He was he had 97 last year. He had 102 in 2017 when the Chargers went nine and seven. So I think it will be right around. I'm going to say he goes over on the touchdowns and under on the receptions. I'm going to say he gets 95 receptions, but I'm, I'm expecting a few more deep passes going his way this year. So I think he might have more yards than he had last year, maybe a few less catches, maybe a little bit more yards after the catch. So he does all the get...
2: legwork and doesn't get any of the touchdowns. So hopefully this year he gets more of the touchdowns.
0: Yeah, he definitely deserves his share because, I mean, his rookie season, he was a touchdown phenomenon. I mean, jumping over Broncos into the end zone, uh, he was just a a monster. But let's go ahead and get into the defensive over-unders sponsored by MyBookie. I mean, there's no better time to do this, guys, because MyBookie is the sponsor today. And MyBookie has a message for you guys. If you found $100 on the streets, would you pick it up or would you keep walking? Of course you're gonna take that hundred dollars. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay you when you win. But let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. I wouldn't tell you guys to be betting with my bookie if I didn't think that they were the best. So do the smart thing. If you're going to bet on football this season, bet with my bookie. Do you know that you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half, it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can just take the other side and bet on the other team to win in the second half. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. You can bet on a few teams. If all of them win, you can win 10 times your money. Those are my favorite ones to do. And right now, guys, join and my bookie will double your first deposit. All you have to do is enter the promo code Locked On to activate the offer. That's promo code Locked on when you go to mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, guys, time to get into the last segment of the show today. We're going to be switching over to the defensive side of the ball. So we talked about some offensive over-under. David's expecting a big years out of pretty much everyone on the offense, but I think we all have some faith in the Chargers offense especially outside of the running game. The receivers are very solid. I think big gears are coming for Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and Hunter Henry. But let's go ahead and talk about the defense. And if you're going to be talking about the defense and a guy that can put up some silly numbers, let's start with Joey Bosa, who has struggled with health at times in his career. But we all know when he's on the field, he's one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. So I'm going to start today by going the over-under on Joey Bosa and I'm expecting a lot from Joey Bosa this year, John. So I'm going to say Joey Bosa over or under 13 sacks in 2019.
1: I'm going to have to go with the under.
0: Oh, no explanation.
1: Well, he's he has yet to reach 13 sacks in his career. The most Correct. he's gotten was 12 and a half. And with injuries always playing him, I just feel like there's going to be at least something that makes him miss at least one or two games. So I'm going to have to go under with it but I still think he's going to be up there with the pressures and the hurries
0: well I think injuries have to kind of play a little bit into your answer I mean if he plays 10 games this year then he's probably not going to get 13 sacks if he plays in 16 he has a hell of a shot to do it. especially if Melvin Ingram can stay healthy on the other side David do you think Joey Bosa gets to that 13 number
2: Well, I'd like to hope to think that his plantar fasciitis issues are at least under control and that he can go out there and stay healthy. I really, really want to know what his stat line would look like after 16 games. So with that being said, and with the anticipation of him playing 16 games, I am going to go the over. I think he is absolutely capable of putting up 15 sacks if he plays every single game this season.
0: Oh,
1: who would have guessed? (laughs)
0: David going over again I mean it's not out of the question
1: okay wait then is the next bet gonna be over under David takes the over
0: yeah it it could be David taking every, every over on over under the next one's Melvin Ingram so David I'm gonna put it back to you do you think Melvin Ingram gets more or less than 11 sacks this season so with Melvin
2: Ingram I am gonna go the Under. I don't think Uh, Melvin Ingram
0: is going to hit
2: 11 sacks this year. I think there are going to be other contributors. I think Jerry Tillery is going to break into the action. I think Nchenna Nuosu is going to have a lot more sacks this year, and I think that's going to take away some of those sacks from Melvin Ingram. And, of course, Joey Bosa is going to be doing his thing. So, yeah, I'm going to go the under for Melvin Ingram.
0: John, would you go the same? This
1: one is really tough for me because last year he got seven sacks while not having Bosa. Because Bosa was injured. And this year, he is going to have him. And when the last time he had Boza, he went to 10.5 sacks. So, mm-hmm. I want to say he goes for the over.
0: I mean, that's a, a pretty strong bet. And I put it at 11 because the most sacks he's ever had in his career is 10.5. And he did it twice. Once in 2017. Once in 2015. So, I think 11 is definitely attainable. I think I'm going to go over on this one, too. I think I'm going to go over on both of them. Um, And I'm going to say given health. So I think if both of them stay healthy and play, you know, at least 14, 15 games each, they're each going to go over those sack totals. So let's go to the secondary and talk about one of the best cornerbacks in the league and talk about Casey Hayward, who is coming off of a season where he had zero interceptions. So I'm not going to put the over under at one because I think we're all going to go over that, but I will put the over under at three and a half. Interceptions. So, John, do you think three and a half is too much? Do you think he can get that this year?
1: I'm going to go under, but I'm going to go with three on the dot is what he gets this year.
0: So, I like that because the reason I did three and a half, because three times in Casey Hayward's career, he's had zero interceptions. Every other season, he's had at least three interceptions. He had three once, four once, six once, and seven once with the Chargers. So I think he's going to have a big balance back year. I think three is the number. So I'll go under here. I think there will be some interceptions for the Chargers defense, but I don't think Michael Davis is going to end the year with zero career interceptions. I think Desmond King has a few in him. I think Nazir Adderley has a few in him. So David, let's jump over to the defensive second round pick Nazir Adderley 60th overall. And for him, I'm not going to do stats, but Right now, Nazir Adderley is not first string on the depth chart. He's not a starter. So for Nazir Adderley, my question is, do you think he starts over or under 10 games this season?
2: I think the instincts for Nazir Adderley is absolutely off the charts. I think his closing speed and his ability to make plays on the football are what is going to get him on the field very quickly. So I'm going to go Over starting 10 games, I think they will want to get him on the field as quick as possible because they know that he can make game-changing plays. So I think Nazir Adderley will definitely get into the starting mix very, very soon. And yes, I believe he will start more than 10 games.
0: John, I think this one is tough just because, hey, are we talking about chemistry? Does that only account for offensive line? Do you think Nazir Adderley starts over or under 10 games this year?
1: I'm going to go under, and I put that at under because I think what you just said, the whole chemistry thing, but Anthony Lynn loves to keep his starters where they are, but Nazir Adelaide going to get a lot of playing time for right. situational type of situation. I think Ray Sean will probably start at least 10 games, and then Nazir Adelaide will probably take over as the game starts to either get out of control or in control, depending on the situation. I think it's going to be adjusting to the situation that brings Adley in more as the game goes on.
0: And that's why I did 10 on this one, just because I could see the Chargers using him situationally over like the first six weeks of the season to kind of ease him into things. But I think right there about the sixth, seventh game is the breaking point where it's like, okay, well, if you want this guy to have good chemistry with your defensive backs when the playoffs roll around, you better start that right now because there's no way he's not talented enough. To get on the field, I love his processing ability that we saw in the preseason. It just seemed like he always knew where the quarterback was going to go with the ball. And I love that out of a safety. And especially when you have the ability to really attack the catch point. I mean, he had his hands on three balls in the last game. So he's a special player when it comes to that, at least from what we've seen and what we saw from him in college. But let's go to one. It might be a little insensitive, but David, I'm going to ask you this. Do you think that Denzel Perriman plays in over or under 12 games this season?
2: Ooh. I say this with all due respect and love to Denzel Perriman. I love the guy. I love the character that he brings. I love uh, his energy. But unfortunately, Denzel has not shown at any point in his career the ability to play more than 12 games. So, there's no way I can go with the over, so I have to go with the under, although I don't like the way it feels.
1: Oh, John. Good thing I didn't take that bet. Good thing I didn't take that bet. I would have had David minus 540 saying over. Wow. But uh, I'm going to go with the over, and I think it's because he's not going to be on the field as much as he has been the past few years. Ooh. I think he's going to be rotated in a lot. I think he's going to play maybe good first point. second down and then rotate out. you will know, have, like, Trank will come in to play the passing down with Thomas Davis, and that will uh, take out a lot of that injury prone situations for Perryman.
0: And he's only he's played in 12 games one season, the most he's played in is 14. The other two seasons, seven and nine for Denzel Perryman, which is why we put it here. But I think that's where I was leaning to, John, as far as hey, it's going to be much of a linebacker by committee type of situation. But John, I do want to double back with you. And talk about the first-round pick, Jerry Tillery. So the Chargers, Jerry Tillery, I'm sure he's going to be starting sooner rather than later. And whether or not he's starting isn't important because I think he's going to get in on pass rushing sets early and often in obvious passing downs. And he'd probably be helpful against the run, too. But I'm going to put his number at six sacks his rookie season. Are you going over or under?
1: Wow, Wade does not make these easy. Um... I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over it, but I think it's going to be
0: seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it is going to be right around five, five and a half, six. That's why I put the over under at six. David, where are you going with Jerry Tillery?
2: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I like that number, Daniel. I think it's going to be right at six. I think this year is you know, going to be good for Jerry to get in the mix and get with the chemistry of this defensive line. But I think it's going to take for him to kind of grow in the system, and he's really going to break out next year. So I'm going to go the under.
0: Six sacks by an interior defensive lineman would be better than they Chargers have been able to do in a very long time. I mean, Darius file four and a half led the way last year. Brandon Meebane hasn't gotten close to that. That's really the only person you can rely on in that category. But a last one I want to get into guys is not even really defense, but it's a defender we're talking about. And that's Desmond King and his returning abilities. I want to know, David, is Desmond King going to have, Over or under one and a half return touchdowns this season? Yeah,
2: I think you saw last year Desmond King's rare ability in the open field, and I think he's going to showcase that more than ever this year. Uh, So I am going to go with the over. I think he's going to have three punt returns for touchdowns this season. Wow.
0: You're going to put money on that?
2: I will definitely put money on that, and I'll do that at mybookie.ag.
0: I would take that bet. I don't know if he's going to have three. I could see two. I think one is for sure, John. I could see two. I think one is uh, not a given, but I think he has a really good shot to get one. But return touchdowns are are very fluky to to some extent.
1: They are, and we rarely ever get punt returns for a touchdown. So I'm going to go with the
0: under, and I'm going to say he gets none. We've had two in the last two years, right? Travis Benjamin and Desmond King. Uh, yeah. So we've been averaging one per season over the last two seasons. I think you're going to say none. I mean, I could see that too. That wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world, but let's do one last over under really quick. I know we're going long, but I'm going to do it right here for both of you guys. I'm going to say chargers over under on wins 10 David over or under. Yeah. I'm going to go with the over. I think the chargers are going to, do a little bit
2: worse than last year, but not by much. I think they're going to hit 11 wins this year.
0: So, yeah, definitely going with the over. John, do you think the Chargers get to 10 wins this year? I'm going with the under. Not oh! I'm not, not even hesitating. Really? The
1: offensive line, the, the injuries, schedule we play, I'm going the under. Interesting.
0: I think the Chargers are going to get to 10 wins this year. That's my prediction. I think 10 is the number whether or not that wins either the division, I would doubt it. Whether or not that gets you into the playoffs, it's going to give you a really good shot. But we're going way long, so we are going to wrap things up for today's show. Thank you to my Bucky, Mac Weldon, and DraftKings for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you to everyone who listened today. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at LockedOnLAC and to like the Facebook page, LockedOnChargers, as well as subscribing to us wherever you get your podcast from, Google Podcasts, Spotify, tune in and the Locked On Chargers podcast will be there. And if you guys want to give us your over-unders on the Chargers seasons and player bets that you like, make sure to call into the Locked On Chargers voicemail line. The number is 323-524-7924. I'm going to post all of these over-unders on Twitter as well and let you guys. But we will talk to you guys tomorrow. We're doing the crossover episode with Locked On Colts and make sure to tune into that. It's going to be a fun show. But until then, guys, take it easy and go Bolts.